You're listening to Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Danny. This is episode 226 for July 24th, 2019. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. Day three. Day three. Happy Wednesday. Hump day! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Um, happy Two Cents Wednesday. Yeah. We uh, are three days through our experiment. We are halfway through the Daily Show week. Is it really an experiment anymore? More yeah, than just, it's just torture. It's just torture, yeah. It's just torture for the audience and us yeah. alike. Yeah. I'm having a good time. How are you I, feeling? I do. I love doing this. Yeah. We have nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a struggle, I'll admit, finding been. content and scheduling. and I mean, we do this thing like once a month these days. Yeah. So figuring out five days in the same week to do it right. has been difficult. It has been. Um, and I'm up very early uh, recording podcasts. I don't normally record podcasts before noon. Aww. So, um, yeah, this is uh, this bad. is a struggle for us, but it's been great. Well, we've cheated. Let's be honest. We've cheated the last two days. Yes, we have. <laughs> That's very true. Monday's podcast recorded Sunday night. Tuesday's <laughs> was recorded Monday night. Wednesday is the actual first day. <laughs> yes. That we're recording it on the day. Yes. Well, I've been very busy. I've been um, building new wings of my home. Oh. Yeah. It's been very difficult. Adding on to Casa de Nico. It's been a trying time for everyone involved. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I try to tell people I'm really useless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I can't do anything. No, you can't. I'm really bad. And I try telling people this. You can't podcast either. I mean. Well, that's true. (laughs) People haven't listened to me on that yet. Um, But like I try to tell them I don't have any discernible skill. And it's not because I don't try. It's not because I'm I'm not giving my 100 percent effort. It's just like I can't screw a nut into a bolt or whatever the hell you call it. Construction is an is an odd thing, though. It does take a special person to do construction. I feel like maybe. I'm definitely not that like, special person. I don't person. know how you build a wall. Like, how do you fucking build a wall? Well, neither does the U.S. government, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, you know, we're learning. I built two walls this Have week. Have you? Yeah. And they're straight as a freaking frat boy. You've erected a wall, huh? I've, yes, I've erected <laughs> a wall. <laughs> Yeah, it's the uh, one of the only things I write it this week. Um, it's been uh, yeah, it's been quite interesting. I, I got sawdust all over me. I uh, got cuts and bruises all over my hands. I feel like a real man this week. Well, that's good. Yeah, and I guess like this is what certain dudes get a rush doing. I but I I don't understand that sensation. I never have. Well, I I I understand. I understand it. I just can't do it. Like, I think I would have fun doing stuff like that. I just, I don't even know, like, the proper steps to begin. Right. Like, if I wanted to tear out a wall in my house, like, how do I do that? <laughs> you pay someone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you get on the phone and you pay someone. Exactly. 
<laughs> That's been my outlook, though, on things. I, my entire life. It's always been, I want to be rich enough, not so I can build a house by myself, but pay someone to do it. Yeah. Like that's the dream is that I can pay somebody to do everything. Yeah. You know, it's like I, why I don't know how to change a tire. I have a triple A card. Yeah. Why would I learn how to change a tire for? I've never had to change a tire. Do you know how? I think I could if I had to. Do you have the equipment to do so? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know where that equipment would be. <laughs> I'm sure it's in my trunk somewhere, but yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah. You know, no. I just. Call AAA up. They're there in a half hour. What do I care? If you need internet to your house, I can do that. Right. <laughs> What's that about, though? Like I could hook up your entire house. <laughs> all, all when Wi-Fi becomes a part of the equation, the two of us are freaking right. Like will hunting, yeah. Good will hunting. Like yeah. we, we could do anything, yeah. But you know, for some reason, I just can't do the construction stuff. No. If it's on a screen, I can figure it out. Can... If it's in real life, I'm useless. If you bring me the parts to a computer, I can put it together. Yeah, I probably could too. Yeah. Yeah, I know where the hard drive goes. Yeah. I know where the battery goes. I know how it hooks up. I built a server at work. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I don't know, man. Something about wood, maybe. Yeah. Maybe you and I are just not good with wood. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> More ways than one. Uh, do you have any topics today? I have nothing. You don't? I have nothing. Okay. I have a few things. Oh, cool. Well, I have just one thing. Oh. <laughs> I like how it goes. I have a few things to... Well, I have one thing. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about the New York Times. Okay. The failing because... New York Times? <laughs> the failing New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> the paper of record, yeah. the old gray lady, um, the New York Times. Now, I'm sure a lot of people have many bones to pick with that newspaper as of late. Um, I just have one bone to pick. All right. And it's this article that came out last week. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this. I tweeted it out, and uh, I've been meaning to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Have we hit peak podcast is the headline. <laughs> it's an op-ed, right? Well, kinda. Yeah. Uh, here, here's the uh, subtitle. If past experience, cough blogs, is any indication, a shakeout is nigh. Um, it's presented as like a like a trend piece. Right. Like they interviewed people and they put like three quotes together and they call it a trend. Yeah. I guess that's how the New York Times operates. Yeah. And this thing pissed me the fuck off. Yeah. Because their exemplary detail, the thing that they let off with in the first paragraph of this story, it are these two losers that did three episodes of a podcast and quit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I read that too. I'm like, you did three episodes and you weren't you weren't serial famous. <laughs> yeah, can I read this shit? I wanna like, read this. And and they're like, ah oh, fuck it. Podcasting's the the medium's dead. <laughs> I love that. I love that. They didn't immediately become famous. And right. they're like, ah shit. On to the next thing. This this there's nothing here. 
I need to read this because this actually sounds like an article from The Onion. Yeah. It's actually what. Okay, here we go. In 2016, Morgan Mandroita and Lester Lee, two freelance writers looking to grow their personal brands, decided to start a podcast. They called it The Advice Podcast <laughs> and put about his. What an awful name. I love this little Awful. And, and put about as much energy into the show's production as they did the name. <laughs> After all, no one was paying for them for this yet. Each week, the friends, neither of whom had professional experience dispensing advice, met in a free room at the local library and recorded themselves chatting with an iPhone 5. Oh, my we God. We assumed we'd be huge, have affiliate marketing deals and advertisements, Miss R- Mandretta said. But six episodes in, when neither Casper mattresses nor MeUndies <laughs> had come knocking, the friends quit. Today, Miss Mandroida says the same DIY spirit they made, uh, they had, um, I'm sorry, that made having a podcast alluring is precisely what's doomed the project. You can talk about the trees outside as much as you want, but if you're not going to serve listeners and do it in a way that's engaging, your chances of making viral are low. Yeah. She said, calling her show, quote, the most makeshift podcast with mediocre advice. (laughs) And so the show goes on uh, or the article goes on saying that most shows end after six or seven episodes. I think only 10 percent of active podcasts, 10 percent of podcasts on like iTunes have posted new episodes within the last two months. Here here's the the misconception and I think it's a misconception about anything in media that if you do it, you are rich and famous. Yeah. Or or you will get rich and famous. But that's not true of, of acting. If you get into acting, there is no guarantee of rich or fame. There's closer to a guarantee that you won't be rich and famous. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the case with podcasting as well. You know? Um. Yeah, for sure. There's uh, I go ahead. No, there's I'm just saying there's there's not really any money in it. No. No. I I mean unless you have the backing of a very successful company. Right. Yeah. Um there are very few podcasts that are able to pay their bills just by doing what they do. Yeah. Most podcasters have side jobs. Right. You know, the vast majority. Um, even like the most successful people. Yeah. It's like stand-up comedians doing it in their spare time. Right. And... They do it as a promotional piece. Right. Right. And actually there is money to be made outside of the podcast, but the podcast itself is not – Yeah. You know, you're not going to get NBC advertising money. Never. You know, which is why you hear the same five or six companies. As this uh, article suggested, it's like Casper Mattress, yep. MeUndies, yep. Stamps.com. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Um, I also think like there's a big difference between serious podcasters and idiots that think right. they're podcasters. That record on an iPhone 5 in a library. <laughs> right. And it's like really annoying just to say anybody can do it. Yeah. Because it's a lot of work. It is. It's a whole lot of work. Um, And unless you do it, you really don't know how much work – like. I do a lot of show prep and editing yeah. and promotion and RSS feeds are a pain in the oh ass. Oh, my God. Aren't they the worst? Right. And we've worked so damn hard growing 
like a fairly modest audience. Yeah. And it's a pretty loyal view, but yeah. it's not like anything big. We're not going to sell this to Sirius XM anytime soon. Absolutely. You know? So this idea that podcasting is dead, I mean, yes, the market is oversaturated, yeah. but it's oversaturated with a lot of junk. I think still the ceiling is is pretty high for this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, you know, I how long have I been doing this? When did we start RFF Radio? Was that 2006? Have I been I doing it, it 2005. 13, 2005? So I've been doing it 14 yeah. years? Yes. I, I So 14 years ago, it was not easy to start a podcast. Yeah. Not. I mean, it was damn near impossible. You had to have a lot of technical know-how because you had to write the RSS feed yourself. Right. You know, there was no... Very quickly it became... Like, I would say within 10 episodes of doing RFF Radio... I had an automated process for it uh, because that was about the time iTunes decided they were going to have a podcast section. So that kind of opened the market a little bit more. But there was never any big money in it. I never – the money that I made back then was never from the the podcast. It was always from the website and the message boards and selling the Big Brother live feeds. But the podcast was a gateway to all that stuff. Right. The podcast was a way to promote that stuff. And right. I probably sold more live feeds because of the podcast. But the money was always made from the message boards. Right. And I tell you what, in the golden days, and I think I've talked about this on the show, in the golden days of the Big Brother live feeds, uh, we were getting $15 per person who – Signed up for the two week free trial and then canceled. That's crazy. We were getting $15 regardless if the person signed up and kept going or signed up and canceled and never paid a dime. That is, that is crazy commission. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. I you made, made 15. What kind of business model was CBS running? They, at the time, it was real networks that was doing. So you had to have the real, real player. Oh, right. So it was – What happened to real? They paid out too many commissions. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. yeah, if you signed up, we were getting 15 bucks if you signed up and then canceled the next day. We That's were getting crazy. $15. I made so much fucking money that one year. <laughs> I mean, I, I was pulling in – three thousand dollars a week wow that one summer so that's that was that could have been a full-time job that yeah yeah that one summer i mean yeah it was ridiculous like i would wake (laughs) up the next day and there's three hundred dollars more in the account well the thing about that too was people would sign up and cancel all the time yeah because if they were watching the show and they wanted to see like a specific challenge right on the live feeds because they they would do that like with the HOH competition <laughs> that one HOH competition i don't even the remember pressure cooker? i don't even i don't know if it was the pressure cooker or i don't i don't remember we sold 112 i remember 112 live feeds oh my lord so what is that if you do 112 times 15 that's like 2 grand right uh, $1,680. <laughs> wow. In one day. 
in one day. <laughs> That's Joe Rogan money. Yeah. Yeah. But By that way, was even before. Com, still a thing. That was even before. That was even before podcasting got big. Like right. my idea, I was making this money and then I'm like, well, let's get something else out there to push more people. And by then, a couple years later, the the commissions were down. I mean, now I think they're getting maybe a buck for every person that subscribes and stays. It's it's terrible. Right. Compared to $15 for a free trial. <laughs> yeah. But we should also note, too, that you were a big fish in a small pond yeah. then. Yeah. And, we, you know, you, you weren't some schmuck. You actually no. had, like, a solid listener base. Yeah. You were, like, the only reality TV podcast. Yeah. And now there's about uh, 512. Yeah, about. Something like that. <laughs> if I were to estimate. Yeah. No, we had a good run, but, like I said, I never made that kind of money off of the podcast. Yeah. The podcast was always just for fun anyway. Like, to me, it was fun at the time to sit down and talk to these people who I'd just seen on TV the night before. Oh, sure. You know, that's that's amazing. Fuck I think it. one of the things that this article does get right is they mention this dude, Jordan Harbinger, who's like a successful podcast mm -hmm. host, I guess. I don't know who he is. I've heard the name. Um, okay. He's like a CEO of something. Okay. And he, like, interviews business people. And he says that um, now there's this podcast industrial complex where hosts aren't starting shows because it's a fun niche hobby. They do it to make money or because it will make them an influencer. Yeah. And I think that's the I think that is exactly what the misconception is. Yeah. I think people hear, oh, Adam Carolla has a podcast. Yeah. Alec Baldwin has a podcast. Yeah. It, it's like, yeah, everybody's doing it. So now I'm going to do it and I'm going to gain clout on social media and it's going to make me famous. Right. Um, and it, they're but, not really starting with good intentions. But it goes back to my earlier point. Just getting into the business does not guarantee rich and fame. Yeah. And I also think, like, th the market filters those people out, though. True. If you're not built for it, you'll stop. True. You know, so uh, this idea that we've hit peak podcast – that now they're going to go the way of the blog and they're, you know, they're they're no longer culturally relevant. I, I, do, I don't buy that, man. I think people that take it seriously, that take the content seriously and that work hard on their shows, I, I think the sky's the limit for them. I really do. I mean, certainly the sky is bigger than whatever terrestrial radio used to be. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. There, there's there's easier uh, portals to access. Yeah. Um, there's a more engaged fan community. There are more options. Yeah. You don't have to worry about time constraints. Nope. So what, whatever the ceiling was for Howard Stern, the ceiling for Joe Rogan is higher. Mm -hmm. So that's a good thing. Like I, I, so I don't buy that it was just a trend for like 10 years, and I put together three quotes for my New York Times hit piece, and, uh, and, and now the paper of record declares – podcasting is is going the way of the blog i really don't buy it the, the problem i see with your an analogy though with howard stern and joe rogan is at the time there was only one howard stern yeah but now there's a thousand joe rogans trying to do the same thing joe rogan is happens to be the biggest one 
and probably the best at it. But there are 999 other people behind him trying to do the same thing. I don't think that was the case with Howard Stern. No, but but there's also a bigger audience, and there's also an audience that's more hungry for specific niche True. content. True. Which is the difference? I, is I, I like now we have trained people to seek out very specific things. Yeah. You know, it no longer matters to people if their friends are watching something. Yeah. And you're seeing that across. You're seeing that in movies. You're seeing that in music. You're seeing that in television. Yeah. Right. There are no consensus TV shows anymore. No. There are no shows that everyone watches together on a Thursday night on NBC. There's no I Love Lucy anymore. Yeah, there's there's no Seinfeld. There's no, no. Game of Thrones anymore. No. Game of Thrones is really the last one. Yeah. Right? And so now people are a lot more comfortable checking out random docu-series on Netflix yep. because they're into true crime yep. or uh, watching Spanish-language uh, TV shows and movies on Netflix because they've built their library with that sort of stuff. Um, and I think podcasting, you have uh, a similar luxury. You can get a lot more specific, and you can also cater to an audience because there's a lot more feedback. Right. Right? You can engage with people on social media, and you can figure out exactly what your people want, and they'll pay a premium, mm -hmm. which is also the important thing, for extra stuff. Right. Which is something that Howard Stern did not have the luxury of no. in the 90s. No. Right? You can say, hey, you like my four-hour interview podcast. Here's eight more hours for you yeah. a week. Pay me five bucks. And they'll pay five bucks. Yeah. So even if the audience isn't as big, the revenue streams are just as big, if not bigger. Yeah. And Joe Rogan controls the means of production. Do you think we could charge five bucks for this show? No fucking way. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Hell nah. We can't but give I'm it saying away. we could, and the fact that we could is encouraging. Yeah, which is why I do podcasts. I wouldn't do like six a month or six a week, rather, six if week, yeah. I didn't think like you know it could go somewhere. Yeah. I do think it can go somewhere. I really do. Yeah, I, I there, there's it, the medium is not dead. I just <laughs> I, I read that article and I'm like, oh, it's people complaining their podcast failed. And obviously, if they can't succeed, nobody can succeed. And I understand that's not exactly what the New York Times was saying in this article. I, I get it. Like, these people were supposed to be pathetic. Yeah. Um, but, again, you don't cobble together three quotes and call it a trend. That's <laughs> no. just irresponsible journalism. Yeah. Just bad. That's bad form. That's bad journalism, it's, New York Times. But that's journalism in, in general these days. Yeah. Yeah. Cat they possibly shot. <laughs> okay, exactly. Did you see the picture <laughs> that I tweeted? Yeah, I did. That woman, that reporter, looks like has that deer in the headlights look. <laughs> <laughs> she's just she's just sitting there like, oh my god. <laughs> what have I done with my career? What am I doing in Lincoln, Nebraska? <laughs> Reporting on cat possibly shot. <laughs> Those eyes are so wide. Aren't those great? Those are crazy eyes. That's that's the eyes of a crazy woman. Yeah, that's right? horror movie shit. Yeah. Check out my Twitter. Twitter.com <laughs> slash RobRFF. Um, what else you got for me? Anything? I, I just got to look at this picture. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Take your time. Uh, I'll be here. All right. All right.
right. I'll be here. <laughs> I've got some weird news stories, but I do want to hear one. You do? Let's hear one and let's get out of here. All yeah. Right. All right. Let's hear. Let's hear one. Hopefully this loads up. I didn't. Oh, it's a video. I didn't. Wonderful. Pre- yeah, I didn't preload it, so I'm hoping. Here we go. Oh, oh no, my computer froze. Yeah, Eric, and I was already interacting on my Facebook with a lot of you who. I don't know why they start. This is weird. They started the video with this bitch talking. The story gets going here shortly. These days, people don't think before they pull a prank. Now, in this situation, she says it was neither the place nor the time for that type of photo bomb. She now wants the woman to be held accountable. What was supposed to be a family memory to be cherished forever has now been tainted by boob, nipple, everything. It was quite the photo <laughs> bombshell shocker for Monica Davila. We're trying to recreate memories and having some chick's boob isn't, you know, allowing us to do that. As she was going through her vacation pictures from Gardner State Park Monday morning. There it is. Just fully exposed. She noticed a smiling woman who had lifted her shirt to expose her breast. Had no idea that was going on. Davila says just recently her husband's grandmother passed away. <laughs> so the family planned a trip together in her honor. And to see this. Oh, I just feel fuck like off. just completely. <laughs> oh, fuck so, off. The thing is, the woman is off in the corner of the of the photo. You know what you can do? You can crop her out. (laughs) (laughs) Every iPhone can do that. Oh, my God. And here's my next question. So she's going through her pictures on Monday morning. Wouldn't the person who took the photo have realized? (laughs) Wait, there's a woman flashing her tits. Uh, off in the corner and she she's close like she's she's nearby she's off on the side of the picture but yeah this is like a twist in a national treasure movie (laughs) it's like they're scrolling through the archives yeah and they find a hidden message in the background yep it's the it's the uh, it's the mystery boob. It's, Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. You know, I, I think though these people sound like the type that still buy disposable cameras. Yeah. And get them developed at CVS. Yeah, maybe. You know, they drop off the canister and then they get that envelope, <laughs> which used to be the shit back in the day. I know, right? Remember that you'd yeah. get a disposable camera and then you'd get that envelope with two copies of each photo. Yep. That's what these people were doing. So I don't think they have cropping technology. She's a young woman, though. The mother that's being interviewed here is is a young lady. She sounds about seventy five. I know she's not though. All right, she's keep going. Mid thirties or mid forties. All right, fuck this woman. Keep going. <laughs> In her honor, and to see this, I just feel like just completely disrespected. Ruined what was supposed to be a fun, friendly family gathering. This person I don't know. ruined the whole trip. <laughs> She didn't notice the pictures till after they got home. <laughs> a straight titty destroyed the whole thing? I don't know. Tits are fun to me. <laughs> They're a great time. I don't know. For men and women alike. Oh, was it me. one boob or two? Oh, it was both. She had her shirt all the way up. Okay. And she just flashed the camera on yeah. purpose? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, okay. I got to hear this again. 
honor. And to see this... I just feel like just completely disrespected. Ruined what was supposed to be a fun, friendly family gathering. This person should be held accountable, whether it's knowing that she did is wrong and that kids were there. What, what is stoner? Fact- <laughs> held accountable? Held accountable. We have- to bring her in front of Congress? Yes. What is happening? Yes. You held- want Robert Mueller to investigate her? <laughs> What is what exactly is the punishment for flashing a camera? I don't know. What exactly is the crime here? So here, here, let me kind of set up the picture. There's... Can I see it? I'd like to see it. Yeah, I can send you the screen. Link. Share it for me, will you? Um, I can't screen. I can't screen share, but I'll send you in. We can tweet this link too. Okay. Because uh, Skype is running on a different computer. Oh, cool. But see, okay, even in that link that I sent you, they're standing in front of a, uh, um, what do you want to call it? It's a, it's a, it's a, a nameplate of the park that they're in. You know, one of those brick, stone, uh, ornate drive by. You know, you see it as you drive by. Mm-hmm. The family's standing in front of, in front of that and off to the side, right around the corner of this brick structure. Is the woman, she's blurred out, but she's got her, she's lifting her shirt up. Okay, she, there's no way whoever took this picture didn't notice. Exactly. There's no, yeah, she's like, you're right, number one, she can be cropped out. Yes. As NBC7, by the way, (laughs) conveniently. (laughs) (laughs) They have literally a cropped out image. Yeah. On the website. Yeah. Um... And yeah, there's no way whoever's taking this picture would know. Exactly. It's this woman and there's another guy, I guess, not sitting th- at the top of this brick wall. Not two feet away. Yeah, she's right in the frame. Yeah. She's not in the background, man. No. Yeah, and I love how and ABC7. And what is this? Is this Nebraska? What is this? No, this is Cypress, Texas. Okay. But yes, they have a featured image perfectly cropped. Yep. And it looks great. It'd be a great yeah. Instagram shot. Yeah. You'd never know that there's a woman standing there. Oh, man. But she ruined the whole trip. Keep playing. Well, it's for grandma after That's all. That's true. Act here you see in the photo what looks like a young person staring right at her. Me personally, like, I think this is a big deal. Which is why she called Uvalde police to file a report and also decided to share it on Facebook. So let's make this uh, go viral. This so is what happened. She called the cops. She's like, hey, a young woman flashed her titty in my family photo. <laughs> they hung up on her immediately. <laughs> so she called the news. So she called the news. You're right. She called the only person stupid enough, the only organization that desperate enough. Yep. To listen to her story. I got seven on my side. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, the police laughed her off yep. and hung up the phone. Yep. Oh, um, man. Hundreds of people so far have left comments on her Facebook post. And I've had criticism on both sides. You know, people are like, oh, who cares? It's just a boob. And <laughs> I care. She said Uvalde police were interested in following this through and would no, have an officer not. call her back. We'll keep you posted. 
<laughs> they did not call her back. <laughs> An officer yeah, was going to call her back. <laughs> ah, I'm sure they were very interested. I'm sure they were very interested. I wonder how many guys in her life have told her that. Oh my god! After the first date, Ugh. yeah, I'll call you. He seems so interested. Police were interested in following through and would have an officer call her back. There's been no update since Monday, July 15th. (laughs) (laughs) Keep waiting by the phone, lady. Oh, my God. Ruined the whole trip. (laughs) It was for Grandma. It was for Grandma. Grandma would not approve of a stray titty in my family (laughs) photo. What was was that... uh... Uh, oh, it was, was it ABC that did shame, shame on you? What was that song? I can't think of it. Oh, I don't know. Um, oh, I can't find it. ABC. I think one of those reporters out in New York had a, had a segment, um, shame on you. Arnold Diaz. (laughs) Okay, play it real quick. (laughs) I gotta find... Here it is. The rich love their prized possessions. Their fancy cars. Their classy watches. Their fire hydrants. That's what I always heard. <laughs> shame, shame, shame. Shame on you. <laughs> oh, man. Shame on this woman for reporting that stupid oh, story. Isn't that awful? What a freaking idiot. Yeah. It ruined the whole trip. Ruined the whole trip. Do we need... I think I need to tweet this link. You definitely do. You definitely do. All right. Yeah. I think we call that a podcast. I think so. That's a good daily show. Yeah, I've been been self-conscious about not making these things too long because I feel like no one's going to listen. Yesterday was fun, though. Yeah, we had a good time yesterday. Yeah, it was very long, though. It was. It was over an hour. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I have more weird news stories for the next few days. Great. And some awesome, Two more podcasts yet. And some awesome news teases. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Keep fucking that chicken. Keep fucking that chicken. Um, I, We will have a guest tomorrow. Will we? Yes. Okay. Possibly guest Friday. Okay. The person who's also named on this show. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That'll that'll be a nice end to the week, hopefully. But I don't know. He he's busy. Oh my god, that poor kid. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a it's a hard life here in Connecticut. It is, you guys. It's hard to make a living out here. <laughs> it is. It must be. In the bright lights of Hartford. Come live the simple life in Nebraska. It's not for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys you heard about that? That's our state motto. Nebraska. The simple life? No, no, Nebraska. It's not for everyone. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's the most accurate state motto I've ever heard. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, Nebraska changes state slogan to honestly, it's not for everyone. <laughs> Here. <laughs> Here. That's great. Here's a Today Show clip. I hope there's no ad. Let's see. 
interesting fact. For the past Jesus. four years, Nebraska has been ranked last on a list of states that Americans want to visit. Poor Nebraska. So tourism officials there are trying a different approach to attract vacationers. Earlier this week, they unveiled a new campaign ad with a frank slogan saying, Nebraska, honestly, it's not for everyone. <laughs> the campaign features ads uh, with taglines that poke fun at stereotypes associated with the state, like this one, famous for our flat, boring landscape. <laughs> and this one, lucky for you, there's nothing to do here. Of course, social media had a lot to say about the yeah. campaign. Hannah writes, honestly, it's not for me. By leading with the negative stereotypes, it's only drawing more attention to them. Uh, there's a lot to oh, Nebraska self-deprecation feels lazy here. But many fans uh, appreciated the tongue-in-cheek approach. Lisa writes, this is awesome. It speaks to who we are, honest yeah. and quirky. And uh, people had fun pitching their own slogans, such as, Nebraska, not quite as bad as you think. <laughs> One user even uh, took to Photoshop to share his tagline idea, Nebraska, we want our cornerback. <laughs> the Tourism Commission hopes to change people's perceptions of Nebraska when the ads hit out-of-state markets next year, but officials are estimating this new wave of attention has already generated $3.5 million That's in great publicity nice. for the state. I think it's fun. I like self-deprecating humor. Clearly, the pictures with... People watch this, by the way. Like, this is, yes. this is the Today Show. My mother watches this. This is garbage. Yeah, this bitch is standing in front of a big touchscreen TV and she's flipping through the slides with her hand like fucking Vanna White, and then she <laughs> has to walk, make a walk back to the main desk with her colleagues. This is garbage. Uh, you know, it's so annoying when the news people feel the obligation to like polarize the issue. Yeah, it doesn't need to be polarized. No, yeah. It's like just for fairness and equity. Yeah. I'm gonna read a tweet from an angry person on social media. Yeah, you're you're uh, uh, making stereotypes for Nebraskans okay and funny. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Uh... How dare you? Come on, man. Knock it off. Yeah. It's a joke. It is. But the Today Show is just like reading one tweet. They found one right. angry person on right. social media. Yep. And there's a thousand people that found the joke funny. Yep. But because they have to be fair and balanced, they read both tweets. Yeah, funny. They can't be fair and balanced with anything else. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We won't go there. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh. All right. How can people get a hold of you? Go to the website, tmt.media. That's we all. Twitter.com slash RobRFF. I'll post the link to the topless woman root photo bombs ruins the family vacation. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll catch you back here tomorrow morning, bright and early. Right here on Hell Two Cents yeah. Radio. <laughs> Daily shows. Daily shows. Yay. <laughs> Have a good one. Catch you guys back here soon. <laughs>